Recording in progress. And I've got 15 seconds till time, is that correct? Uh, my computer says 2.30, but... I say 2.30. <laughs> okay. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the September 7th Technical Advisory Committee for the Metropolitan Planning Organization. And so before we begin, I will turn it over to uh, staff to go through the running order of the meeting there. Okay. Good afternoon. My name is Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager, and I'm here with Ashley Breyers, Transportation Planner on video, and um, Jeff Crick, our chair, to facilitate today's meeting proceedings. This meeting is being recorded and broadcast live on the city's YouTube channel and public access table channel 25. During the meeting, when you are not participating, please mute yourself by clicking on the microphone icon found in the lower left-hand corner of the Zoom menu next to the video icon. When you are muted, a red line will appear over the icon. Muting your microphone during the meeting will make it easier for everyone to hear. You'll just have to remember to unmute if and when you want to speak. In some cases, we may mute people as needed to minimize distractions during the meeting. Please remember to state your name and title for the benefit of those listening remotely. You can turn on and off your video by clicking the video icon on the menu. For the purpose of the public meeting, please keep your video on when you're participating in the meeting. When you're not participating, it's okay to turn your video off. Just remember to turn your video back on when you are participating. If you're participating by phone, you can click star six to unmute your phone. For those using Zoom somewhere on your screen, you will see a choice to toggle between speaker and gallery view. Speaker view shows the active speaker gallery view tiles all meeting participants individuals who registered in advance to provide public comments will be called upon remotely uh, when it is time no one so far has signed up to speak there's also no one present in person for public comment if someone does show up in person for public comment the chair will call for in-person public comment and staff will direct them to the podium to speak following social distancing and safety protocols all motions will need to be stated clearly after the motion is made and seconded staff will call on each member individually to provide their vote staff will then need to announce whether the motion carried in the count of the vote now i'll turn it back over to tac chair jeff crick jessica thank you um we're going to get going here. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Um, Moving on to item B, which is for public comment. Jessica, I believe you said there's nobody signed up in advance, and we also had no one in the room. Um, I'll go ahead and make the call on that one. You know, anyone allowed to speak on items or issues that are not scheduled on the agenda, please feel free to let staff know, and we'll be happy to accommodate. Okay. Uh, Jeff, one thing. Can we do introductions? Can I run through that? Sure, please, Ashley. Right. Go ahead. Um, Ashley Breyers, Transportation Planner. And so I'm going to say your name by last name uh, in alphabetical order. If you could then say what organization you're with. Crick? Jeff Crick, Planning and Development Services with the City of Lawrence and also with the MPO. Cronin? He's having audio issues, but he's with the city of Lawrence. Um, Rodden? Lindley? Oh, I'm sorry. Sanford? <laughs> Hi, uh, Lindley Sanford, city of Lecompton. Thank you, Smith. Allison Smith, can't, um, with KDOT. Voight? Dad Voight, Douglas County Public Works. Weems? Holly Weems, city of Eudora. Right, and then we have Laura. Lawrence Douglas County Public Health. And we have Cecily. Cecily is here. 
And quiz, I forgot your quiz. It's all good. Good afternoon, Aaron Quisenberry, KU Transportation Services. And then we have Steve. Steve Ballman, Area Engineer, Topeka Metro, KDOT. And Bill. Uh, Bill Hughes is here from KDOT as well. I'll turn it back over to you now, Jeff. Thank you. Ashley, thank you so much. I, I skipped right over that and I apologize. You put it on the agenda and I missed the first one right off the top of the list. So that's item A. So we'll back up and we'll go B, A, and now we'll move on to item C, which is to approve the minutes for the August 3rd, 2021 meeting. Any corrections, additions, or any comments on those? And if none, I'd entertain a motion to approve. Allison Smith, KDOT, moved to approve. Dad Void, Douglas County, I'll second. I have a motion and a second to approve the August 30, 2021 minutes. And Ashley, I believe you'll call the roll for that one, please. Yes, I will. Thank you, Ashley Breyer, Transportation Planner. Crick? Aye. Cronin, I don't know if he's back. Let's skip him. Quiz? Ashley, I was actually out of the office on vacation at that time, so I think technically I should abstain, but if you need me to vote yes, I'm fine to do that too. You're good. We'll, we'll take okay. your abstention. Sanford? Uh, yay. Smith? Yay. Voight? Yes. Weems? Aye. All right. Looks like motion passes five to zero. Thank you. Jeff Craig Planning and Development Services, thank you. And that moves us on to our agenda item, item number one, federal functional classification map revisions. This is a discussion item, and I'll turn it over for staff to lead us through that discussion. All right. Uh, my name is Ashley Briars, Transportation Planner, and let me share my screen. Talk about the map. Uh, Chad from Douglas County brought us a question about revising some of the federal functional classification uh, classifications um, in order to better align with some requirements from KDOT as far as funding. And so he submitted this list here and we wanted to just have a discussion today about if anybody else has any other uh, changes they would like to have included in this update. If so, then we will talk through those at a different time and go through that process and bring this back in October. Chad, do you want to mention something specifically about this? Um, well, let me just uh, cover kind of why the list is in front of us. We had uh, KDOT came out with the Douglas County Highway map in May, and it's a different version of of map than we're used to seeing. It's got the, um, what used to be called the secondary highway system um, identified. And what I noticed on there was that they had upgraded some roads to be 
um, secondary roads. A good example would be N1100 Road on the southeast part of Lawrence there, uh, that horizontal purple line that runs two and a half miles. So that's actually a township road right now. It's maintained by Walkerstown Township. And under state law, if that actually truly is a secondary road in the KDOT system, then we're required to make that a county road. And that's not consistent with our long-term plans. So um, that example and a handful of others um, were kind of in conflict with what we want to do long-term. So this was all, the KDOT map was generated as a result of the last time we did these roadway classification updates. And so um, I don't think at the time we fully understood the impact of that process. So that's why we want to kind of take a step back and adjust some of these. So we can go through individually if you want, but that's generally how we got here. Thank you for sharing that, um, Ashley Byers, Transportation Planner. I don't think we necessarily need to go line by line, but um, another thing that had come up was the boundary and specifically roads that are along the boundary. You wanna mention that? Sure. Uh, in, in the KDOT mapping, there's a map generated for the county and there's another map generated for the city. And within the urban growth area that they choose or, or that we agree to as a community, um, they, they kind of take the county roads out of that and they refer to them in the city map only. So, um, for instance, we just did a project last year on E1500 Road, which is the southern extension of Haskell. And we did a mile and a half road improvement with shoulders. And yet when you go to the current uh, mapping for Lawrence, that shows up as Haskell Avenue. And that road is not labeled on the county map. Um, so that's significant only if we get to a point where we want to request federal funds for one of our roadways. And it happens to be a road like that, situated like that we would not be eligible for federal funding on the county side. It would have to be the city side uh, doing that work. So um, another area that may be impacted is N1400 Road, uh, which ties into Noria. And the entire west half of that is, again, showing up as a city road on the KDOT uh, system as they've broken it down. That's all defined by that urban growth area, which um, there's some debate about where the urban growth area lines should have been or, or how they, they got there. I think it was a decision again, that was made without a lot of discussion about consequences. So whether that should be adjusted or not, I think is up for discussion, but um, it's, it seems like the urban growth area that they've used is in some cases much larger than it should be. Thank you. Uh, Ash Spires, Transportation Planner. Anybody have any questions about any of this? We do have uh, Bill Hughes here from KDOT to answer any of those specific questions. Ashley, this is Allison at KDOT. Yeah. Um, Allison's Beth KDOT. Um, did you guys go through for any all these changes and make sure that no federal funds were previously used on these on these facilities before you changed them back to say local roads? 
we have not gone through that process. Is that something we should do, you think? I Yeah, you should. Um, the one note I got from Alan Spicer was um, that could be the, kind of the only potential problem is that if federal funds were used on these, that you're changing them back to locals on, um, that we'd want to make sure of so that there weren't any issues as far as um, repayment of, of federal funds or anything like that. So I suggest you just take a quick peek to make sure um, of where things stand. Um, now, I don't know that um, you have spent any funds, but um, in the next month before you bring this back for approval, that might just be um, something you run through real quick um, and look at. Yeah, Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager, that seems like a pretty easy query to compare toward to our TIP maps, because if they had federal funding, they'd be required to be in the TIP. Yeah, just to be on the safe side so we don't have any surprises um, here in the future. I'm fairly certain that on the roads we're downgrading that those were roads that were not on the map last time around, so uh, they weren't county routes. They've never been county routes. So in the case of downgraded roads, they're township roads. Um, we can run that pretty easily, but I'm yeah. really confident that there are no federal funds in roads that we're downgrading. The other changes that I forgot to mention is if we're going to take a green road to a purple road, meaning that we're going from a, an arterial to a major collector. And one of the comments that I saw was that Douglas County is one of only a few counties that actually uses arterials in the classification system. And so it's not really necessary in our case. And it, it really didn't make sense. We have, on, on what we have right now, we're showing arterials on roads that would fall in kind of the middle range of our traffic counts. And we've got the highest end roads listed as collectors. So it just makes sense to use collector across the board. And so some of the changes on that list are just taking it from arterial to collector. And I think that's going to be easier for everybody to track in the future. Uh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner. One other thing we do need to do before we fully process this is make sure that the road classifications line up. There's the system continuity principle where a higher classification can't just dump into lower classification. So I believe that's the way it goes. So we need to check on all of that and make sure it all makes sense uh, as we're processing these changes. Ashley, this is Allison Speckle KDOT. Did you run through all of these changes previously with KDOT staff? Uh, Ashley Breyer's transportation planner? No, we have not. Well, I don't think, Chad, did you send the list to them? I don't think no, so. No, and I think last time around, we did the update in, in 2017. We made the changes that were, some of these changes that we're trying to undo, they were made in 2017. And as I recall, it was like this. We, ha we had them in the TAC meeting and then they went forward. Um, I don't know what the involvement with KDOT approval was. Remember. Gen generally how the process goes is that the changes are sent to KDOT and then um, worked through with some of Bill and Alan, for example, 
um, to look at to make sure the system, the system continuity and all that stuff is um, in alignment and then and stuff. So I'm glad to see that you are not asking for approval today, that you're just introducing this to us. That's awesome. So that we can um, bring that and have Bill and, and his crew um, make sure that that's all the way it, sh it should be so that we can bring it back next month and have it make sure that everything um, is the way it should be. So th that's good. Jessica Mortinger, Transportation Planning Manager. And I would say this is unique in the sense that normally we do a federal functional classification review and update prior to our long range plan development, which we have slated for next year and some work to begin later this year. But um, because of that, we would be in this process timeline to do this anyway. But Chad also had some more immediate concerns because of the recent change to the KDOT map and some of the implications that we weren't aware of, which kind of just sped our timeline and the importance of making sure we process this amendment and these changes get included. And since we have this specific list, we did, like you said, Allison, want to make sure we put it out there in a way and we will have a process both with KDOT and our internal uh, city stakeholders, city and county stakeholders to make sure everybody's comfortable with whatever we bring back to TAC next month. Just to close it uh, back on that point, I, I did go back and look up email and I, I did share it with Bill Hughes and uh, some other folks at KDOT um, back in July, but it was just for information only. And uh, Bill was really helpful in that whole process of, of helping me understand how the map relates to the classification. So um, I wanted to send that information back to him, but other than that, KDOT hasn't seen any of this. Um, and yeah, just, it just, oh, sorry, problem, go ahead. So. No, go ahead. It, we'll get it all taken care of for, for next okay. month and get it off for so won't be a problem. Okay. And Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager, it's also possible that the city could have some included amendments. So this is not an exclusive exhaustive list. And this really started that process also um, in our partnership with the city of Lawrence, Melinda Harger and Dave Cronin to note, you know, as uh, TAC members to let them know that there could be other changes that they want to look at and entertain as part of this conversation as well. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services. Jessica, I think this is probably a question for you, but maybe Ashley too. When we're talking about revising this map and, and it dovetailing into our next uh, Metropolitan Transportation Planning effort we have going on there, is, is this the, the moment we would typically run into this? Is that correct? We would usually have this occur before we get really into the, the, the bulk of the project. Is that correct? Yeah, Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager. One of the reasons we've done that that way is because there's technically two classification maps in our long range transportation plan. And it can be really confusing to the public um, when we do them separately. And so we try to do our federal one and get that solidified contingent because most of the reasons why we have the federal one is for continuity across the boundaries, but also funding eligibility and different programmatic elements that are really too technical for the public or really technical for the public to understand, unlike which I guess can also be kind of technical, our major thoroughfares map, which is tied, um, also has street classifications, 
of which there are same the same streets that are classified differently on that map um, based on local and county configurations. Um, and that map is tied to the land development code. So that's tied to street design standards. And that's the one we um, often do as part of the public process in that plan, um, because that's a lot more contingent and tied to land use and how we grow and develop as a community um, based on where we want to see the hierarchy of network um, as that happens. And that's tied back primarily a lot to that, to that network. And so we're exploring some other things with that um, in some of our other research right now for the local um, major thoroughfares map, but that's why we have done them separately um, during the last, I think, two plan updates. We've done that pretty consistently to update this before we go into that update process. Thank you. Just, I wanted to make sure that everybody had that kind of timeline in mind because it, it's, I know those three maps can kind of get blended as during the discussion. So people always get the get one and they think of it as really the other one and they have such similar names. So I just wanted to bring that up. So thank you. Yeah, and Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager, Jeff, I'll put you back on the spot. But I think one of the considerations we'll want to explore, and maybe you want to weigh in on this, is you know we have that federal highway adjusted urban uh, area boundary, which we show on the map as that peach color, um, and that's the one we we're kind of talking about. Is it too big? Is it the wrong shape? And you know, there's Plan 2040 um, has been adopted since. Um, this was last established and possibly there's growth tiers in that could that could lend us to better geometry for what we would want to do as an adjusted boundary. Jeff Craig playing development services. I agree with that one. And I know when you get into those adjusted urbanized area boundaries and some of those census prescribed geometries, it can get a little tough to have those conversations because it's more about that they're handed to you less about, you know, you having a chance to comment on them, but I think you can have a pretty good discussion about them going forward and what they are and, you know, talk with the Bureau before some of those are released out a little bit better, but uh, it would be interesting to see what the, as the census data starts to roll out, what some of those changes look like and the way that they kind of draw the communities is going to be, be an interesting one. Allison Smith of KDOT Planning. Jeff, have you seen those dates of when the adjusted UZA might come out by chance? Jeff Craig, Planning Development Services. I have not seen a definitive date for the other geometries to start being released. I, it seems to be a little forecasted by season at this point. I think they're shooting for summer or fall next year, but I might be wrong. And I think it all a little bit depends on um, how well they're doing with some of the other products that are coming out and how they're going. So it's, I don't think we've got a firm date yet, but I also have not been watching um, FHWA Federal Highways. I care if it's w, FHWA or whatever the acronym is all of a sudden, but I've been watching their data product releases a little bit. I haven't seen anything yet that, that caught my eye with it either. So, Yeah, I haven't either. So... <laughs> Oh, look, one thing, this is with the KDOT. One thing I will do is email Alan Spicer and see if he has, has um, any of the proposed um, boundaries and stuff, any of that stuff, because we do track it in our, and that's one thing Transportation Planning Bureau does do. So I will also look and see what he knows and see if that. Um, Bill, have you heard? This is Bill Hughes. And um, 
we don't have that information yet. As Jeff was saying, it comes from census. So until they release it and it's September 22, um, we won't know what the minimum boundaries are going to be. Okay. Bill, thank you, that's good information there. Um, any other questions on this item or comments or thoughts? I'll just say then, Jessica Morton, your transportation planning manager, Ashley and I will be working with Chad to make sure everything gets reflected as we look to make sure that about the funding, um, that no funding has been spent. We'll just double check that and we'll double check our network flows and then we'll work with um, municipal services and operations to ensure they have any changes they want to propose reflected before we bring this back um, to you in October. Jeff Craig, Planning and Development Services, thank you very much. Um, Last call on agenda item D1. All right, well, we will see it. We come back in the next meeting, I believe, which will be in October. So move forward to that. That moves us on to uh, item E, quick updates. Right. Jessica, is that you? Yeah, Jessica Martin, your transportation planning manager. We have some quick updates for you on the agenda. Um, the first that we call your attention to is we are updating and in the process, we're still waiting for one more, but uh, performance measures in the Lawrence bike plan. Um, and you can see the link there to the bike plan on page 46 in that plan. Those measures are updated. We're preparing a memo, which we will post and provide to you also. That kind of highlights some of those changes. A quick sneak peek into that is um, the recent city of Lawrence uh, speed reduction for neighborhood speed reduction has impacted the level of comfort um, on local residential streets with bikeways. Um, so you'll see that kind of reflected um, in the data and we're um, going to highlight that in a, a separate memo to share um, in the community. And so um, that will be coming to, we're still waiting to finish some calculations about uh, the percentage of residential units that are within certain proximities to those level of comforts that are part Part of the measure we track also in the bikeway plan. Um, we have begun the, the pedestrian planning process um, in Lawrence and in Baldwin City and Eudora and Lecompton. We have had um, internal meetings with the staff team that's for the Lawrence pedestrian plan. Um, and we've had the first scoping meetings in all of the other cities. Um, we'll be beginning those process to draft existing conditions for all of those reports. And those hopefully will be posted um, this later this week for the Lawrence one. And then in the coming weeks for the other cities, as we begin meeting with stakeholders, we have a meeting scheduled for the Lawrence plan um, for the pedestrian plan steering committee on the 16th of September. And so that'll be our first meeting with that group um, to bring them up to speed on all the progress that's been made um, in Lawrence. We also have included the link to the transit route redesign. Um, we're getting almost ready to the phase in the process where we've, uh, with that group, finalized um, the analysis of all of the existing routes and the route profiles. And um, the next stage will begin looking at some scenario building of route structures and going back out for more public engagement. So that's to come there. We've also included the link to the KDOT monthly updates for all of our project sponsors that includes information about KDOT 
plans and processes. Um, and Allison, if you want to talk about it, you can, but we have local consult for district one next week on Thursday. And so hopefully you've all seen those invites from KDOT, uh, among other things. Allison, if you had anything to add, you can do so. Um, I don't know that I have any, Allison Smith, KDOT. Um, I don't know that I have any um, updates other than I think everybody should know by now that Renee Hart, who used to be an MPO liaison, um, is now our public transit manager. Um, so she will be filling in that role with CGD and everything. Um, but then, like Jessica mentioned, um, our local consults are all now going to be in a virtual format to be respectful of COVID precautions and everything across the state. So um, please let us know if you need that link. Um, Jessica, did you send it out already? The um, I'm not sure if we did, but we can. We will be sure to do that. We might have okay. at the very beginning um, when we first got the first email, but not now that they've happened. It's getting more relevant. So we will. we can send it again. Yeah, and if you need it from me, let me know. Um, but than that. And I hope um, they'll be talking about, you know, the survey that was the pre-survey and that sort of thing as well. So hope that you can join it. And certainly you are welcome to sit in on any of those settings. Um, Kansas City's is later on this month as well, if you'd like to sit in on that one um, as well. So if you have any other questions about it, feel free to let um, Jessica or Ashley know or myself. So. Credit Planning Development Services. Thank you all for the for those updates. Any questions or comments from the group? Well, that brings us to other business. Does anybody have any other business to bring before the board today? I'm going to go with Zoom silence means no. So I'll go with that one at this point in time. Um, Jessica and Ashley, just want to confirm again, no no one's joined us for public comment or any, any comment. All right. Well, our next meeting is October 5th, 2021, which I think we'll be expecting to see back some information related to today's discussion and probably a couple of other items I would guess at this point in time. And if no one has any other business, I believe that brings us to a close this afternoon. So I'd like to take a moment. Thank you all for joining us and um, hope everyone's doing well. And we'll see you all very soon at the next meeting. Recording stopped.